I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and in this episode, I want to give advice to filmmakers out there, specifically indie filmmakers, which is don't try to mimic Hollywood films. Now, that might sound counterintuitive, but it's actually not, and I'm going to give you the reasons for that. But before I fully get into it, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already. That way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So, let's get into this. Firstly, let's define indie filmmaking. You know, in the, in the general sense, indie filmmaking is a movie that's not attached to a studio, right? But that can also be pretty broad, where, you know, you can have a 20 or even $30 million budget, or possibly more, just you're not attached to a studio, right? For me... In the true sense, it means you're lacking resources, you're lacking money most times. Like, certainly for me, you're working with less than a million dollars, potentially even less than six figures, but you find a way to make it happen. Now, one of the first things you might be thinking when I give this advice of when you go out and make a movie, try not to mimic Hollywood, well, it's like the reason that most uh, filmmakers make a movie is so they can get into the Hollywood system, so they can be hired by these studios to direct movies and so forth, right? So why, why wouldn't you want to mimic that? And yes, in that sense, that's a good question, right? Because we all want that, whatever it may be, again, a short film or a feature film, to serve as that stepping stone towards that goal to launch our career, However, as noble as a thought it is, obviously you don't have the resources. Hollywood, in that sense, has the ability to just firehose problems with money. And you don't have that ability, right? That's why you're an indie filmmaker. You have to be very thoughtful with where your money goes. And so instead of solving problems with money, you solve it with creativity. And by doing that, it can create things that haven't been created before or new ways of doing old things, right? You get inventive and you figure out cheaper ways of doing it and all this. And what it ends up doing is creating a style that's unique to you and is lively, right? It, it just showcases your personality. And it doesn't mean that, you know, your film has to be like upbeat. It could still be a sad, dramatic film. But I'm just saying there's there's a spirit to it that, you know, sometimes lacks in Hollywood movies. And that's why, like, if anything, you know, Hollywood does look to the indie world in that way for insertion of, you know, this this lifeline. I mean, Marvel movies in particular, right? They're, they always hire these relatively unknown filmmakers whose movies they saw that, that they think that can, they can, you know, bring them into that Marvel system. And whether you agree with that or not, you know, ultimately is beside the point. Marvel saw something within their first or first couple of movies and thought to themselves, okay, yeah, we, you know, this person is capable and we'd like them on board. 
So in a lot of ways, be bold, right? You know, in making my first two feature films, you know, in a lot of ways, rarely will I get to have that experimentation, you know, and just be bold and, and create um, and just and just throw things on the wall and see if it sticks, right? And that can be scary, right? Like, you know, the other side of this and why people try to mimic Hollywood is because it's like a safe choice. But the safe choice in many ways will keep you restricted because it, do, it, it doesn't make you stand out, right? I mean, historically, if whoever you study in terms of their trajectory, it's always those bold choices, you know, whether a Rob Rodriguez, Juan Carwai, Richard Linklater, Quentin Tarantino, uh, and so forth, right? All these people made choices that were, that, that, uh, that were bold, that seemed, oh, wow. And right, each of those, you can kind of think of their style and be like, oh, wow. I, I know, exa- you know, you know a Tarantino movie, right? You know a Wong Kar Wai movie. So, and even if they play in different genres, there's still a style to them that is the, uniquely their own. And so that's my advice to you is allow yourself that freedom to lean into things that you otherwise might have not. And, you know, in in the round of note receiving, meaning, you know, whenever I work on my movies, I try to get some feedback from people that have not worked on the movie, but that are near and dear to me, you know, like a test audience, except I happen to know them. So there's a little bit of bias there, but I, at the same time, I know they, you know, people that I work with, uh, can be honest with me and, and give me their honest feedback and assessment. And what I'm grateful for is, is that feedback. And in particular, this round, one of my friends, Jeff Graham, he was also working on his movie, Always Lola. And so it was great because we were able to uplift each other, but at the same time, give each other feedback um, and you know pass on information. And there were certain things that he saw in my movie that it was like, uh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know if I'd go for that. And I said the same thing to him. You know, for him, there was, for me, too many close-ups, especially in certain scenes. And I said, you know, don't you have a wide or something like that? And on my end of it, you know, he said, like, I don't, I don't understand the step prints. I don't know if they add anything and, uh, and so forth, right? Well, I can safely say we both recently premiered our films and, you know, I take back everything that I said about that. You know, there, there's other notes that I gave him that, I, that were helpful and he agreed with in terms of story and vice versa. But in terms of certain stylistic choices, I'm glad he didn't listen to me. And conversely, he said the same thing for me. He's like, I, I understood why you made those choices and, and they really heightened the movie in such a special way. And I said to him, same thing of like, you know what? I was wrong. I'm glad you used those close-ups because it made everything so intimate. And, and I was there. And when the characters cried, I cried. When they were happy, I was happy. So, so I was wrong. 
And so in that way, that there can be that pressure to just go generic. And unfortunately, I'm going to use Hollywood as a pejorative in that sense, because in a lot of ways, when you try to mimic Hollywood, it's that safe choice, right? You know, it's, it's what works as opposed to trying out something new. And that is, that is the flaw. And again, you don't stand out. And you ultimately get, I mean, yeah, you get lost in that shuffle because of it. When, and, and you're stifling your own creativity. You're trying to be someone else as opposed to being you. Right? Because, I mean, at least from my experience, whenever I have been bold, and not just for the sake of like just doing something new, but in my heart of hearts, I knew like this was something that I wanted to utilize because I felt it would work for the movie. It's paid off. And it's been bold um, in that way. But I was willing to fall on my sword. You know, and in spite of people, you know, as well-intentioned as they were that around me, they might have said like, hey, again, I, I don't know about that. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is when they get to, when they make their movie, they get to make different choices. But I made the choices that I made, artistically speaking, right? Again, story-wise and other things, you know, I, I took a lot of input. But there were certain things I was just unwilling to bend on and not give in. I was like, no, unfortunately, you're wrong. You don't see the fuller picture of this. Uh, and, and it'll pay off. And so having witnessed that for somebody else, a.k.a. Jeff, and also experienced it on my end where, you know, someone, you know, Jeff said to me, hey, I'm glad you stuck to your guns. It might just be anecdotal, but I, but I also know it's not because I, I, there's plenty of other people that I talk to that have shared that sentiment with me. You know, a grave mistake of the indie filmmaker is to mimic Hollywood. I mean, Robert Rodriguez talks about it all, all the time, you know, to, for first-time filmmakers or just indie filmmakers. So don't be scared and just do the choices that you want. You know, they, they might be very much different choices than I would make, but go ahead and make them. You know, uh, one of the most exciting duo, the directors out there right now, at least from my perspective, is the Daniels. And the choices they made with their first film were so, so bold. And now with their second film, Everything Everywhere All at Once, same thing. You know, I could see plenty of times in, in the confines of just, you know, small room and, and a very few people, the, the natural instinct could be like, okay, this seems a little bit too bold out there. I don't, people, I don't know if audiences will get it. We should probably take that out. And, you know, I'm sure certain things were taken out. Just like, you know, for me, you try stuff, it doesn't work. But I'm sure they did it knowing that and the stuff that they kept in, they knew that, they, that it worked. Um, so have that conviction, you know, know what you're going after. And sometimes you're going to try something and it's not going to pay off. That's okay. But you'll, you will know, go with your gut on that. You will know, you get to make that choice. That's the beautiful thing of that. So that's my advice to you. I hope this helps. As always, if you have any thoughts or questions, comment down below or hit me up on social media. I appreciate you. Um, 
Thank you so much. If you would like to support me, there's uh, my Patreon page where we can interact more directly on various topics. Likewise, there's links down below for other ways to support me, you know, through my books and, and, you know, my movies that are out there and stuff like that. Supporting that stuff helps support this because by doing that stuff, I learn and I get to teach it here to you for free. So it's all symbiotic in that way. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and hope to see you next time.